Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, it's Rhonda Shear here. Welcome into Hysteria 51. All night. It's been a while since we've heard you on the show. Mr. Floor, are you there? Are you? I'm here. Are you still enthralled by the sexy, sexy tones of Miss Rhonda Shear welcoming us into the show? <laughs> dulcet. The dulcet, the dulcet, depressed tones of Rhonda Shear. How goes, <laughs> sir? What's going on? Not much. Getting over a cold like you do. Yeah, well, sometimes you gotta... Are you... Are you swigging the 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 scissor or whatever you call it, and lean, you drinking lean and 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 feeling okay, or what's going on? <laughs> um, no, yeah, it, it wasn't that bad. So I just kind of got like random fevers one night and was exhausted for a few days. Nice. Didn't even really Fun. like hit my head or Good anything, you. you know. Like, <laughs> and but I still have a cough for some reason. Yeah. Like, Something's draining out. I don't know. Well, that's depending on where it's coming from. Well, hey, speaking of not that bad, we have guests this week. Hi. (laughs) So you guys, if you're, if you listen to the show much, you've heard their music on here many, many, many times. Uh, We've even done a meet and greet. We did a live show for us outside of Chicago. The gentleman, and I use that very loosely. No, that's a joke. Uh, Mike Gentile and Max Cherry of Majungus. Gentlemen. Majungus. What's going on? What is going on? So I've played your music several times on here, many, many times. Never had you on. We met in a weird way. We So 2019, I'm going to set the scene. <laughs> 2019, we went to, uh, it was AlienCon in LA. We were asked to speak out there. Actually, David was doing a panel with me. And they so they do, it's like every convention I've ever been to. They do the... They have the places where you go in and they speak and stuff like that. And then you have the people that are doing the the floor where you have like the, what do you call them? Like the booths and you can buy things. And I'm walking around and I see a guy play. He's, you know, got music playing. He's got CDs and he's in this impeccable suit. What one were you wearing that day? It was the. That was probably the galaxy uh, suit. Like yeah. it's like a, a regular suit. Like you'd wear to, you know, think of a business suit, but crazy pattern is like, a, you know. You got several of them. You even have a Christmas one that I've seen. First of all, let me preface this by saying Mike (laughs) is at a good suit-wearing, tall, slender height. Yeah. And he could pull off, he could wear a burlap suit and it would look good. (laughs) But... (laughs) <laughs> but he was not wearing that. He, he was wearing, wearing the galaxy on his body. And I'm like, well, that's crazy. I'm going to go talk to this guy. So anyway, long story <laughs> short, we start talking. We find out, oh, yeah, we're from Chicagoland. Then we drill down. Turns out, like, we know, like, several of the same people. Uh, a little bar I go to, you know, his family or friends with the owners and all this stuff. And we've been dating ever since. 
So, yeah. <laughs> well, now I it's turned into say it turns out he's Lisa's side piece. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's the main one now. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> well, that and I keep bumping into you in Berwyn now that I'm yeah. a Berwynite. I yeah, suppose. so yeah, you you would you moved there what not too long ago. So Berwyn, if you don't know, is like right next to Chicago. People say they. Sometimes people say they live in a suburb and they're like, where? I'm like Rockford. <laughs> You're like three hours away yeah. from the city or whatever. No, we, so we live right next to uh, the city. And yeah, we ran into each other in, in uh, the similar circles and things like that. It's a small world. You My know, world Berwyn, is the it's like the Aurora of Naperville. <laughs> <laughs> Berwyn. So you guys have a band, Majungus, and you guys do rock themed in the world of the weird, the mysterious, the, the unknown, you, you, you sing about aliens and well, you sing about everything we talk about on the show. How did that come to be? How did you go? By God, I want to sing about Bob Lazar. I'm going to start this story off <laughs> this time. Last time Mike started it, but I'm going to start the story off by, I used to own a guitar shop called Stone Grove guitar. And, um, we closed during the pandemic, but I had a client that, knew Mike from high school or something. And then he, I said, I was, I was looking for shows with my old band, Cherry Lift. And he goes, wow. Yeah. I got this guy, this buddy of mine and he's got, and he's got this band and these dudes had, this is not just a band. This is a, this is a power trio, power pop. I, I categorically power pop. is Everything the, I do is power. I'm yes. this is power podcasting. Yes. Power podcasting 109. I'll be right back. I got to take a power dump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, but uh, it was, they were power pop and they played classic rock and they played alt and they played songs about dinosaurs. Yeah. And this was the, this was Majunga's, Mach one, Majungasaurus, and was a yeah. That's a, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so Mike started. Let, let's just call them interest pieces musically, <laughs> where Mike just learns stuff, and then it just floats around in his head until he makes a song about it. So what you do is the healthy way is you make a song and people can choose to listen or not. What I do is go out in public and then wait for someone to look at me and like, did you know? And then just tell them the crap that I've been reading into going down in a rabbit hole on for a while. But so, yeah, but I like dinosaurs, but I, but when Mike started writing about aliens, mm-hmm. I'm going to let Mike take it from here. Yeah. Yeah. I was never interested in writing songs about, you know, uh, high school breakups and, uh, <laughs> and love and stuff like that. You know, I just, I wanted to be weird. So, so that's how it was when I started it in 2013, but, um, not until 2017, 2018, Max and I started to, um, you know, work on this project called ancient astronaut theory. And, um, it was really about, um, the beginning of human origins yep. and, uh, really told through the lens of like ancient astronaut theory, anything from chariots of the gods, uh, Eric von Daniken. And, um, you know, we, we started to work on that and then I was persuaded to sort of take that album out to, um, alien con in Baltimore, which is the first mm-hmm. alien con I did. Mm-hmm. That's when I got popular with the suits and all that. And who persuaded <laughs> you? <laughs> you did. <laughs> right. And, um, I just came back from that lit up like a pinball and I'm like, dude, I go, they love us. We sold, 
more albums than I ever imagined. You know, four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> four hundred. <laughs> a thousand. Yeah. Five. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, dude, we're, we're doing another album. We're, we're, we got to get it done in six months, which is crazy. Uh, Cause I said, I want to go out to LA and I want to, I want to have new material on hand. So they're, they're doing another alien kind out there. So, uh, and that's where we ended up, you know, hooking up with you and the other podcasters. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we did the Krampus show and things were. Yeah, we did. A, it was a lot of fun. So not only that, we we went out there, we did the show, and then you ended up coming. We did a meet and greet at uh, there's a there's a bar there called Scum and Villainy, <laughs> and it is modeled after the most Heisley Cantina from Star Wars. And so it was David wasn't a part of Hysteria 51 yet. So it was Hysteria 51, blurry photos, stuff they don't want you to know, somewhere in the skies, alien theorists theorizing. <laughs> Who am I forgetting, David? I think Derek was there. Uh, yeah. Monsters Among Us. They were formerly known the Unknown Podcast, Jason McClellan and, yeah, yep. and Ryan Sprague, yeah, yep, I yep. believe. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Chris Cogswell was there. Yep. Yep. Mad scientist. So we had a big meet and greet. Um, we pretty much took, <laughs> we packed that place. It was an interesting <laughs> yeah. bar. It was a lot of fun. Oh, and Sofa King. Sofa mm. King podcast was there too. And just had a lot of fun and had a, a fun meet and greet. And it was a fun weekend. Uh, uh, just with all the, the happenings. And I got to uh, interview. I'm, I'm David. A children's, uh, did you Puma Poonkoos on my mind? You know, and I don't know, I can't do it, but we got a guy who calls the show and leaves a voicemail every once in a while. It's him, and it's maybe it's David, I don't know. <laughs> Be perfect if it is. So, you go out there, you guys do that. Now, it's the two of you. Have you, you were talking about maybe doing like large, do you have a full band? Have you done like full band stuff, or has it always just been you two? Yeah, when it started, the Majungas Beta, I should say, the first version, we, we, there was a trio. Somehow Majungas Beta yeah. sounds dirty for some reason. I don't even know why. Get in the cuck chair. <laughs> yeah. I've got well, that in my Twitter profile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the original lineup was was just a trio, like Max is saying. Mm -hmm. You know, we'd get together in a room and figure it out. Yeah, live, true. Yeah. Live with instruments. But uh, when we evolved into more so now Majungas Alphas, I should say, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we're a studio band primarily and, uh, it'll, it'll, you know, Max and I could sort of work separately and then get together and be mm -hmm. like, all right, let's compare notes. Let's see what we got. And then we, we, uh, you know, do something, uh, together and, you know, make it our own. So it's, yeah. uh, it's mostly just the two of us, but, uh, you know, we, we do uh, dabble and especially with this last album too, we had, uh, Max is, it just has a rich reservoir of, um, musicians that he knows and he'll, he'll pull them in and, That's and awesome, be like, man. I got a perfect role for you on this, on this spot you know and it might be a very small thing but it, it makes the song you know now you work in in outside of this world of weird and this this music endeavor you work in music full-time right you're a yeah are you well, a luthier is that how you I, say i'm it, a guitar or? tech i don't i go. don't do as much woodwork as as a luthier you know mm -hmm. that's a lot a i lot just of, wanted to say that word a that's luthier. All. <laughs> i know i was thinking you know i was just thinking about how, how <laughs> that was going to come up it was so weird um no it's not weird it's it's completely normal because i decided that that was going to happen <laughs> i manifested but no 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 like a luthier has a lot of clamps and like a bandsaw and you know you I, only I, have I, a normal I, amount of clamps i assemble i assemble saw. guitars yeah and I, okay. and I and okay. i wire guitars and i set them up and i yeah. repair broken you know mm. i can i can repair like a broken neck occasionally like depending yeah. on you know and i if i need yeah. five clamps i've only got four you know so yeah. like yeah 
But you're a um, chiropractor, not an osteopath. Exactly. I get it. I get I'm it. a chiropractor. <laughs> I'm I'm somewhere you can't between prescribe stuff for yeah. the guitar. <laughs> right? I'm, no, I prescribe. Uh, no, but uh, I'm somewhere between tell like this a, bad runs like out. a really a really styling barber and a chiropractor. You that's know, a, like that's, a really styling barber. That sounds like that sounds like a a, a 1980s wrestling intro for <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> He's styling. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I well, I I, I own a guitar shop, like mm-hmm. I said, and I still do I still do lots of tech work, repairs, and consulting. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with the Ides of March, who uh, they they their hit song "Vehicle" and uh, "LA Goodbye" are known worldwide. Um, I have the tattoos. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, you know, and of course, and of course, Jim Peterick from the Ides wrote "I Have the Tiger" and. Um, co-wrote i should say but um you know it's 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 real work it's really awesome work uh hanging with those guys eye of the tiger which was written for do you remember what it was actually rocky three well so that's what it was in but it was written for the karate kid and uh the um you're the best around was originally on rocky three and they didn't think they fit and they ended up switching them around i just read that Hmm. Like recently, well, no, this, because the line he says, you, "You're losing the eye of the tiger." But that so the the uh, the original one that was okay. Well, maybe this the original one that was supposed to be in there was "You're the best around," and he didn't want it. Sylvester Stallone's like that doesn't fit, and so it went to the karate kid. We'll we're gonna parking lot this, and we'll come back. <laughs> we're gonna to table it. it. I'm, I'm gonna stand my ground. <laughs> uh oh. The the guy didn't turn his phone off here as I'm getting messages. So, <laughs> David, your background's in music too, right? You got a lot I've of that. Got a little bit, yeah. You you went the so, uh, the college route, right? Well, I studied. Um, of course, I was in marching band in high school, and um, I did a double major in theater and music in um, college. But I mostly focused on composition, orchestral stuff, things like that. Orchestral, so real rock and roll stuff. Just, I've been known. I've been known to with, arrange a chorale yeah, here and there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. I've been known. You know, it helps my string. My string arranging for rock, but <gasps> my, that's fantastic, though, dude. My my music ends at the recorder in uh, school, and Hot they asked me to stop. Buns. They asked me to stop <laughs> playing. I had a I had a nose flute for many years until my dog chewed it up. So that was fun. Uh, <laughs> and about other than that, that's uh, as as good as it gets for music for me. Now, real quick before we get into specific music, and I, and I asked you about the world of weird, but why have you guys? Well, I know Mike had, had wanted to go that route. Were you just like, yeah, that sounds fun, or or did you grow up? You know, steeped in the the paranormal stuff like that, or oh yeah, and, and, no, my, and, and you too, Mike. Was that something like? Did you grow up that way, or you just like I found myself being gravitating to it, or what's your guys' backstory? Yeah, for me, I mean, it's always been drawn to weird stories, probably as as early as I can remember, unsolved mysteries and just various things on on media, cinema, movies, TV shows, um, and then. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, um, sorry, I got all, <laughs> <laughs> it's very nervous being around me. I understand no, it's, it's my sex appeal. <laughs> I have to, produ- that, I'm producing Mike. He's like, talk Mike. straight in. Yeah, no, I, I, Mike, Mike doesn't that, know what to do until I yell at him about it. So <laughs> audio good. Sounds there. better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. It, it was just the volume was, Oh, got it. 
Uh, yeah, no. So as early as I could remember, uh, just, you know, unsolved mysteries, things like that, uh, on TV and, and, you know, I've, I've always loved Halloween, just, just, um, anything weird and unusual. I've gravitated towards those kind of stories. So, uh, it started with that. And, and when it came to being creative myself, I just wanted to make my own, my own songs about, um, unusual topics. It surprised me though, because when I was doing uh, more alien stuff, and and I was attracted to Max just more so for his energy and, and his charisma and, mm. and his musicianship and all that that he brings, and um, you know, I I didn't realize until I actually went to his house and I'm seeing like Star Wars characters yeah. and things on the wall. He's just like, oh wow, I really hit the jackpot with this, this guy. Really <laughs> is a weirdo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's no, so yeah. weird. Mike, Mike and I were just regular music friends. Yeah. And then he started writing about, you know, uh, you, so you he started writing the about a little bit and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I grew up. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I, if I've said this on record, but one of my first memories, like, you know, Paul Simon, first thing I remember, <laughs> first thing I remember, I'm on the couch with my whole nuclear family. Well, I guess my mom was still at work that at night or whatever, but my grandparents, <laughs> my aunt and uncle, my, my dad. <laughs> And like maybe another uncle or something. I don't know what, but it was like my living room was stacked and we were watching the next generation. Yeah. And so, you know, as a, I know that lots of, lots of paranormal and, and, and sci-fi or, and lots of uh, alien enthusiasts are like, Oh no, sci-fi. But the thing is, is that it, it was a primer and it, and it just, it's just a philosophical, you know, mm-hmm. st- you know, st- Star Wars and Star Trek get a lot of criticism because everybody's humanoid. And I'm like, well, where are you going to get the alien actors? And now we've got CGI and <laughs> yeah. people complain about that too. I, yeah. mean, I mean, you know, like George Lucas really milked it a little too much. The with shark Jar, still but, looks fake, you know, from uh, yeah. back to the future. <laughs> yeah. The shark still looks fake. Right. But, um, but my thing is, is that, you know, my, my whole family are, are in my, like my aunt and my family, well, my dad's family, we talk about aliens and we talk about the unknown mm-hmm. and we and we 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 were so like enthusiastic openly. about it. Yeah. And I mean it was like I remember like, you know, you know, because I I grew up Catholic kind of and um you know, they don't let you go. You're still a Catholic. You still you don't have to carry the card, but they they're, they're going to keep you in their in their records. But um but you know, it was like my dad got so excited to tell me about the Shroud of Turin. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and he told me we he like we like went to the library and got a book about it. I had nightmares for like 3 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and so cuz Jesus is an alien. And he was stacked. <laughs> Jesus was yoked. <laughs> but you know, and they carbon dated it and uh, and it was a it was a photo. It was a photo. It was a photographic uh, experiment from the Renaissance. But still, just all that and all hot the take. alien hot take. You heard it here first. Hot take. No. <laughs> the 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 alien. You know the alien acceptance and the and the the enthusiasm about it was. I grew up with it. I don't know whether I decided that. I don't know if I decided that I that I agreed with it or if I was just raised that way. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I mean, it's more, you know, and I'm not I'm not a dogmatic star Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. I love Star Wars, but. It's more the concept of it than, oh, my God, they're fighting with laser swords. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it's funny because we, we've grown up with that in our pop culture. We, you know, like you said, with Star Wars, Star Trek, you name it. And now we're living in a time, interestingly enough, where people are coming out in Congress and things like that saying, yeah, uh, aliens are real. And Mike and I were talking about this before we started. And the the uh, collective populace is like, 
Yeah, I got bills to pay. <laughs> like, how does this affect me? <laughs> David, have you felt that way too? Like, are, are you shocked with when these things come out, how little interest there is? I, I think we this stuff could have come out a decade ago and you'd have gotten the same response. I think it's been this way for a while. People are just desensitized. I ain't got time for that shit. So <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> just pile it on, man. Well, even, I, even shortly after you sent me the one link of the, the most recent news, uh, I had somebody come up to me and, and ask me the same thing. Cause they know I'm into this kind of thing. And, um, and I'm like looking at the facts of it, just kind of superficial. I'm like, didn't didn't that guy Corso write a book about this the day after Roswell, like in, mm, <laughs> a long time yeah. ago? So I'm like, it, this it kind of is for us enthusiasts. It kind the, of is old news, the yeah. poorly hidden secret or, yeah. or whatever you know. And, well, uh, but did you hear about the the sightings in Las Vegas or in Nevada? Yeah, I did see that too. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. That to I've had a bunch of people week. send those to Holy me. Holy crap! The kid who lives there like started a YouTube channel, and it's funny. He's like obviously reading it and he's like this is what happened and i'm not making fun of him it's true he's like this is my truth and he's telling the story of what they saw and and interestingly enough the you know and it doesn't hurt that george knapp is one of the 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 people out there doing the news but um they're like the cops took this very seriously and they had enough reports so i haven't dove delved into no, that one yeah. enough to to know too much but well that was just really tall humanoid humanoid uh beings with 10 12 foot tall some of them were like eight feet tall but if you tell me that they had beautifully quaffed curled mustaches i just think it was david on break uh, but, <laughs> but uh but they said they had giant eyes and mm-hmm. you know and the, and the you know there was sighting there were sightings of something coming out of the sky earlier yeah, that, it you know, fell and they had they they showed on like several of like the porch cams and stuff something definitely fell and you saw like a a bright light and there was a like yeah. a boom you know um. Hey, some 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 plane dropped their shitter. Who knows? And now there's know? another. Now there's another. There's a new. There's a new government whistleblower. I can't. I can't remember his name now. But Grush. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm saying it right. And he's yep. talking about all the all the stuff Lazar was saying like twenty five years ago or what? Yeah. I mean, how, when, over thirty it? years probably. Over I think. Well, that brings up one of my favorite songs of yours, and you said your remake we put in here. I believe in Bob Lazar. It's just a earworm. And I mean that in a good way, you know, I'll be like, yeah, you know, how could that be house. a bad thing? Right. You know, you're just in the house. It's one of those songs or if I haven't listened to it in a few weeks, it'll be in my head. And I have to listen to it to get out of, out of my head. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a, a bad thing. And it's not at all. No, no. Speaking no. of music, we're going to go to break real quick. We're going to what what song would you like to play? We're going to play a song before we go to break. And you'd you told me which one. And I've already forgotten which one you want to play. Yeah, here. we could do a neuroacoustic wizard. Neuroacoustic Wizard, which is my Wi-Fi password, oddly enough. <laughs> We're going to play that for you, and we'll be right back after this break on Hysteria 51.
Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. (laughs) I definitely use it. I I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. (laughs) Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. We're back! We're sufficiently rocked for this portion. Gentlemen, so if you had your lineup, you could you could have any musician sit in with you to join Majungus to be talking about singing about aliens and the and the weird that are alive right now. I'm giving you that. Who's filling in? Who's on drums? Who's on whatever? Who's on sitar? Well, I, mean, I, I use <laughs> my I my drummer Greg Abel gets the. He gets the right of first refusal for everything, but he's been busy lately. So uh, I guess I would get a a, a famous drummer. Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> you're so not, you're like, well, I already have a drummer ass hat. <laughs> no, no. My thing is, my thing is, is that he is my first choice. Yeah, like he yeah. is, he's my guy. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but no, but for real though, uh, you know, we would, we would get Ringo Starr to play drums for us. Obviously. Ooh. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. I, most of my, most of my influences are dead, unfortunately. But, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, someone like uh, Annie Clark from St. Vincent, she's she's pretty weird. You know, I think she'd fit right in Majunga's culture for yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, St. Vincent. 
that they, they, they have that they have that screaming texture that I go for at times. <laughs> and, um, I like any you screaming know, she, texture. She could she could definitely hold hold her own in my shoes. She just looks sure. like a character in a Tim Burton movie. You know, like <laughs> she'd be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> on stage at least. That's funny. I you know I I'm always been. I've dabbled. In, I played a little bass in the back in in the past. I actually uh, broke my hand really bad, and I'd played right handed, and so I thought, I you know I I broke this hand. I can't do it anymore. I'm like I'm gonna relearn left handed, and that did not last. Mm. <laughs> I, I no. still got a couple of bass there left handed, but you know it's it's not the same. And I realized that I uh, I wasn't uh, thoroughly invested when like you go to play air guitar, and I don't play air guitar left handed. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, lefties do, mm. and children who don't know better do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> children that, that don't know better. But not not that I'm. Not, that, <laughs> don't take that. Don't read into that though, bro. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you guys are got two albums out now, right? And you're working on a music video. I heard. So, what's going on with that? We have, we, we, this is our our new one is our third actually. So, oh shit! Yeah. All right, well. Yeah. We, I did my research. David, you're fired <laughs> for not for not telling me what I was supposed to say. <laughs> Jeez. You're on double Waiting. secret probation. It's, it's double secret. It's still in its infancy. I mean, it's less yeah. than a year old, but uh, Alien Abduction came mm-hmm. out, uh, you know, less than uh, six, seven months ago or so. Which is a fantastic cover. Actually, it's on your, your yeah. shirt. Yeah. Both of them being uh, sucked up into... Into the unknown, into the the UFO. I love it. Yeah, that was that's. I I, I still need to get a, like a five foot square velvet painting of that. I lo- actually, I was just I was thinking this before we started. The art is fantastic. Who do, who does your art for your guys's covers? Uh, we we got a couple, um, but the one that does the album covers, uh, she's out in um, I believe Australia. I want to say um, I she was Scottish. Oh, Scottish. Yeah, that's right. Yep, <laughs> no, yep. You're correct. Uh, I have to look up her name and get her plugged in. It's always good. I just saw her on Instagram. It's always good to have good artists. That's something that Dave and I talk about a lot. We're like, we need to get new art or whatever. And then it's like this. Do you bang your head in the wall as much as I do, David, every time we got to do that, it seems like? Oh, yeah. We were the last time. David has found a guy, and he's like, all right, we need an alien for this thing. And he draws, like... Arnold Schwarzenegger, the alien, and he's like, no, man. He's like, do you like this? I'm like, no, I don't want it to be all, like, muscles. So he tells the guy, like, I want him not to be muscular at all. So he makes him one one thousandth of a percent less muscular. We're like, he's still, like, a 1980s action hero. All right, I'll redo it. And I swear to God, he sent, like, the same fucking photo again. <laughs> like, I don't know where this it's is like, not coming from. Can he through. just be... Not jacked. <laughs> well, like, like, don't give him muscle definition. So yeah. you want huge pecs? I'm like, is this some weird fetish? <laughs> yeah. So the the illustrator was Christina Patricia Mirvold. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's Christina Mirvold on um, Instagram. Very um, cool. But just she such, a fantastic she's job. Such fantastic, and and just from the, her compositions uh, technique is amazing. The way that she 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 posed us. That's like, you know, she 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 overlaid our faces. She overlaid my our guitars. Mm-hmm. Mike's weird bass. <laughs> the actual the actual <laughs> microphone that we did almost almost all the vocals on, and uh, and like my keyboard. It was funny because she had just another keyboard in there. I was like, no no no, tell her it's got to be 
That's not mine. It's got to be mine. That's yeah. awesome. She she did the she did the last two albums for us. So uh, Charioteer through Wormholes. There's a uh, image of me on a golden jet flyer. Uh, I love and, it. It's the yeah. it's the yeah the uh, Egyptian little. Mm-hmm. I it, we I have a pin. I think I had a yeah. paperweight and, of it. And, all and, sorts. And, of, and you know what? The best thing about the that the pre-Columbian flyers. George, yeah. Giorgio wears them on the show. That's what. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and the uh, you know, but the 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 best thing about that album cover is is that Mike is looking so sinister, like he's flying <laughs> through space. He's like, <laughs> 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 and, and and I just you know, and the, and the thing is, is that you know, Mike is a sweetie, but like. If Mike were in space, he would be like, "Oh hell yes!" <laughs> he looks like, like he's looking like he's putting it's in a actually. Knife. It's actually very. It's I think it's realistic <laughs> as to and he's got an like, alien behind. I just pulled up. Here. He's got an alien behind him, and it's it's handcuffed. Yeah, and just not happy about what's going on. I yeah. know she she's uh, Patricia was great to work with and just give direction to because I I could just dump the most wildest uh, concepts to her and she's like, okay, how about this? I'm like, can you put me in a pre-Columbian flyer getting sucked into a wormhole? And then she's like, she's okay. Like, she's <laughs> like, oddly enough, I've been working yeah. on that on my spare time. She's like. <laughs> Hear me out. This is your next album. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh. And then I'm like, no, put but, put an alien behind me and, and have, have him seem like mean, I'm kidnapping him. Well, I love that he's got his hand <laughs> down like he's bored. Like, Jesus, yeah. okay, I can't believe you know, this happened. But, but you look at the detail and it's like, you know, and it's like, I've got a glass of whiskey in my hand and <laughs> yeah. there's just cans flying yeah, that was around funny. us. And my yeah. Les Paul is behind me. And it's just like, you know, I mean, it's it's it's, you know, it's just so... We could not have we could not have articulated all those details. Yeah, that she it put turned in. out fantastic. It, the, the, it really fact, did. the fact that it like it's just it was just like holy smokes. Uh I'm upset you know. that that's not our podcast cover art with our faces on it. <laughs> you know, like I mean you know, for real. Like I mean like that I what I'm saying is it's really good. Like, you know, and it, it is the perfect um for that album, which is fantastic. It's like the perfect it, uh, it tells you what's going on, it makes you feel it's just the perfect cover. It is, it you know, and it's that that's that's the good thing is you know Mike Mike shopped around for you know Mike's got a, a very aesthetic eye which we'll talk about more with these music videos and uh, and uh, I, you know Mike has a very theatrical you know film you know cinematography kind of kind of eye and so you know he found an artist that that got the vibe that's awesome it was a, it passed the vibe check you know well, and that's then, the important part when you're doing any of this stuff you know you guys are artists you're doing this and you want you want it to you don't want to be like and then here's a big turd on the front but it's all we had we could come up <laughs> with you know right no i know and it's you know and i mean like well and and album covers album name or you know band names album covers uh, you know, there's, there's, there's the, there are things that you think would be easy to, to, to choose I, it, and that aren't like, for instance, Cro- like Crosby, Stills and Nash, when they made their, their album, their, you know, their first album was just the three of them. Mm-hmm. They went and sat at this old, like ramshackle building and the photographer took their picture. Then the record label goes, well, you're sitting in back, you're in the wrong order. You're sitting <laughs> back, you know, right to left, not left to right. But they were, they were thinking, oh, here we are. Let's sit down. Yeah. But they didn't, you know, they, there might have been some other inspiration in the air. But um, <laughs> but the um, they went back to go take that photo again in the right order, and the building had been torn down. Oh, no. So they ended up using the photo anyway. But it's just, you know, but, like, you just never know what's going to happen. And, yeah. You know, I was looking for, like, Yes's first album, and their English cover is what's on Spotify and all, all online. 
but their American cover was just a picture of them. And I never mm. saw that picture before. And I had been, mm. and I looked right past it. Oh yeah. And I said, yeah, went. I'm looking for Yes's first album. And they're like, dude, there's, it's in the bin. You just looked through it. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> give me that. But you know, the thing was, is that, yeah, that was during pandemic. Mm. I, that was, that was, that first album has got every little thing by the Beatles. And mm. then it goes into the, their song Sweetness, which I think is like, that was just, I mean, for an opening album but but for instance you know you never know what that's going to be and it's always it's always a hard decision whether it'd be graphic or whether it just be a photo or whether yeah. it be yep you know well and you t you said too like you know naming stuff and I, i'm going to toot david's horn here you know when you you're like when you're trying to come up with a podcast like we did we were we i sat with john when we were first naming this forever trying to come up with a name and we wanted it to convey what it is you know it's a plan area 51 it's area 51 Blurry photos, you know exactly what that's going to be about. You know, <laughs> I think that you did a fantastic job uh, naming your show because you know where <laughs> it conveys what it, it conveys. Well, how'd you come up with that? Thank you. We, we sent um, a few to each other just for ideas. And <clears throat> excuse me, I wish I could find either that text or email because. I want to know what we rejected. Well, yeah, what, what the rejects were. <laughs> yeah, but um, the as 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 good as it can be for people who like us who are in this this realm, um, it's been a pain in the ass over the years because I keep getting people walking up to me and being like, "My Kodak's broken," and I'm like, "Oh I, God. I I can't do anything about that." And they're like. Well, you do blurry photos, don't you? You fix you fix photographs, and I'm like, no, man. Like, use your fucking eyes and read <laughs> that podcast. That is uh, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, what can you take a look at it? <laughs> yeah, well, can maybe. you just look anyway? Mm -hmm. No, that's funny. That would be funny to see. Like your your rejected ones. I need to look and see if John and I had went any back. We were playing in my basement Mega Man. Mm. Uh, actually, for the Xbox, the one uh, the original Xbox, the one that's got like all of them on there. And we were just like back and forth riffing after we've been trying to think of stuff forever. And then uh, we came up with this, and I actually that was that one was my idea, and he's like. Yeah, that works. I'm it's, like, right. It it is it just is very professional and clever. So well, it's funny. A lot of people don't get it, and then when I say something, <laughs> they go, "Oh, oh, and the alien, <laughs> yeah, 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 and the alien." You know, so but that's good. That and hopefully, no, it's 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 well, it's, naming it's a, super clever. It's naming coy, a band, naming a podcast, naming any of this stuff is is hard to do. And then you go, "All right, this is a perfect one." And why was that in my head? I got to now look and make sure I haven't, you know, heard it somewhere else. You look and you find, right. and you look and you find. I've been, um, I help a guy do a podcast. I've been doing it for years. He's been doing it for, I don't know, four plus years. And recently someone else just started a podcast with the exact same name. I'm like, what are you wow. doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And I remember <laughs> the, uh, Brohio podcast is another one that does similar stuff that we do. And they have been around just as long as we have, you know, they have hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And recently another show started and they reached out and said, Hey, don't use our name. And they were very unhappy on the, uh, the other show played on there. Like, how dare these guys, these pieces of crap, like we would know, 
I didn't Google it. <laughs> well, there's your problem. <laughs> I think we figured out your problem right there. You didn't even look to see if the name's taken, but you know. Well, it's funny. What are you do? Speaking of names, too, it's crazy how the the universe connected this one. But um, before we went out to Alien Con LA, well, actually, let's go back to the beginning of Majunga's the name. You know, we, we named it after the Majungasaurus dinosaur, and we did a song called Majungas uh, in 2013 off our debut album. And at that time, I was sort of just also looking to see this is such a wild song title there's no way anyone ever did a song about it but let me just check you know <laughs> i found this guy who's a paleontologist who also happens to be a rocker uh, named ron schmidtling and he very distinct look he wears a wears a big floppy hat and everything he's got the whole get up and and you know for uh you know paleontology stuff with a hammer and chisel yeah, and they, the fields and like all a, that the, the yeah. starter kit they just hand those hats <laughs> out but yeah so I, I i never forgot his look and and he had a pretty cool song called majungasaurus and much different from the one we did and uh, i'll never forget this we're in alien con la i'm looking at the booth across from me and i swear it's him so i'm like you gotta be kidding me you know so i <laughs> that's I, my mortal yeah, enemy <laughs> I, I, I go up to him, i go i go up to him and he looked like he saw a ghost when i asked him, i said are you ron schmidling i, I was like i was like i'm i'm mike from majungas i go you know we, we talked a while back we you know when we, we were joking about both doing a song about a dinosaur and he, it was just it was it was a moment we there's a there's a there's a good picture of us with a little selfie on uh on instagram somewhere that's actually really cool and, and there's nothing wrong with that you know that that's funny like that kind of stuff it's when people are like well, i didn't lie you know or or whatever and in <coughs> there's only so many titles and stuff out there i feel bad for our grandkids when they got to come up with like Logins, <laughs> you know, oh. like oh well, it's going to be DNA based by no, then but or the something. style changed anyway. Mm-hmm. You can tell how old somebody is by by what their email is. You know, yeah. like their personal email. Yeah, well, that's true. Because I had my AOL, my final AOL screen name. Because I had probably five or six screen mm-hmm. names. You'd change them, you know. Like, like oh, I don't want to be that anymore. But uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, <laughs> um. What do you call it? Uh, my my just my AOL screen name just is Beatles related, and it just became my email. Mm-hmm. Like for you, it was my Yahoo address. And then when we got the Gmail invite, I panicked and just used the same thing. Oh yeah, because that was because that's how long I've had yeah. Gmail. Is that you know you got five invites. I was I was on the, when you had to be invited, and then yeah. I, yep, yeah. and then you you got your five, and then they made it ten. And it was like oh you got that weird. It was you got that G mail. Like people didn't understand what it was. Yep. Yep. I know. And it was just like, well, the whole, the whole thing was like, they give you a whole gig for storage. Yeah. yeah. I never, I never, I don't delete emails. Yeah. I, I deleted, I deleted probably like 20,000 emails, like a few years, like back in like 2021 20, or 2020 when like Google was like strong arming me for like yeah, yeah. drive space or whatever. And I was like, shit, but like the, uh, yeah, but it was just, but I just panicked and used, that was my handle. And then, you know, of course now I have like five Gmail addresses. Well, right. But, but that's like, I know, and that's, some people just stick with that. That's why I'm always really proud of David. He's been, since the AOL, he's used the same email. You guys can email him, uh, conqueeftador at AOL.com. <laughs> and that's his. his that you are, an, we got to write songs, man. Like, we got we to gotta, we gotta get on a Zoom call later, man. I got some, I got some, I got some hot takes for uh, you. I'm working on a queef song and I really, <laughs> Dude, I really like your style. Conqueeftador and plug, explore the queef. So David, do you want to tell us how you came up with that or is that more personal? Uh, <laughs> 
That really, was a story for when we're all drunk on whiskey. What I feel bad for is someone's listening right now like, no, because he really, they really have that. <laughs> That's really <laughs> I always see every once in a while people still have like at AOL or whatever. But then again, like if you're not paying for it anymore, why do you get rid of it? People are always like, you still have a Yahoo? I go, yeah, it's the one I give for spam. Exactly, you know? dude. Yeah. And I get like 9,000 emails in there a day. Not 9,000. I do get like 7,500. And I used to go through and try to unsubscribe, and I'm like, it's not worth I it. I do unsubscribe when I'm like, I just don't ever want anything from them again. Like, <laughs> unless unless something comes, yeah. you know, like, I'm like, I literally, I, it's like, I, I've been thinking about this, and I just don't need that coupon. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. All right. So I got an important question. It's almost like asking you guys who your favorite child is. Uh, what's your favorite Majunga song, each of you? Damn. Mm. That's like not cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not a fan of our music, so no, yeah. no. Well, um, I'd have to say probably. Well, I'm gonna do it by album. I, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. that um, on this on this album, I think Alien Seduction mm-hmm. uh, is is my favorite off this album because um, it. It got like it was just when Mike brought it to me, I was like, well, what should we do with this or something? And mm. then and I tested every piano sound on my I have I have a, I have a Nord stage two EX, which you music nerds will know is like stacked. And I deleted like a quarter of the sounds so I could have better s- samples. But I just was like trying. I literally I, I mean, I, I go to Wurlitzer. That's my that's my that's my go to. Like mm-hmm. when I wake up in the morning, I'm a Wurlitzer player. And then I start playing other stuff, but I tried acoustic piano, upright piano, tack piano, Rhodes piano. We landed on harpsichord. Oh, really? And it was the only one that just felt where I could get the right ting, 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 yeah. ting, ting. And I mean, and I, and I love harpsichords in general, but I never get to record on them. And Mike mm-hmm. is very, very ex- open and accepting of nuance. And so that just kind of like led to it. And then I had to make it. And then I, and then we had to like, Add to that, but the but the thing was is that if if it had been a piano or if it had been a Wurlitzer, the strings the the strings wouldn't have been there. And I and and the fact that I did such kind of spooky strings on mm. it too, you know, I it was it's 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 just a very um, it's just it just has so it just has so much, um, and I think that that's probably my favorite. But then I, but then on the last album, Anunnaki. Just because I, I I just really particularly I love I love Anunnaki, mm-hmm. um the just the, the sound the, no just the 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 origin story oh the, oh, the, the, yeah. the, the um, the actual Anunnaki. <laughs> no, no. Like I like, I like the theme, and I just, yeah. I love all that. But then I turned it into a reggae song. It was just a regular rock song. And That's what uh, the whole Mike left uh, it with me. Majung- or Majunga's the Anunnaki story has been missing is reggae. I think so. That's well, perfect. I mean, you know, well, well, but I mean, like, but it's, but it's. I was thinking of it more as like this, like Middle Eastern tribal mm. interpretation. No, but that's like, awesome. No, and that actually, actually, but, that's actually smart. But Mike, but Mike, you know, Mike, Mike. What he'll do is he'll just bring me all the songs on. I, and I copy them onto my hard drive, and then, 
and then I kind of like fuss with them for a little bit and then I have them back and we yeah. meet again and I like doing I like doing the bulk of the work with with Mike around so that we, like we so that it's just like you're the, together the you're not like I don't ugh. have to make any like harsh decisions I can go well what do you think of this or that or and then yeah. and then, and then it's resu- you know it's just more definite but um not not that he's the one that's checking out my my playing I'm the one that decides that's not what I want <laughs> but um <laughs> But the Anunnaki, yeah, he came back and I was like, oh, yeah, and then the reggae song, we have to do this and this. And he goes, what? <laughs> reggae song? And I was like, oh, yeah, that that song's, the Anunnaki's a reggae song now, too. And I changed the key. It was well, My favorite part in that song is when you go, what part of Nibiru are you from? They go, right near the beach. <laughs> right near the beach, man. <laughs> but, you know, but uh, but then... You know, and then ancient alien, obviously panspermia, uh, which yes. is which was I I just had like like that that is sort of like a uh it, like my performance is sort of like a garagey Neil Young kind of thing, but also just very like I said power pop, and I was treating the first album very much I was sticking to the power pop aspect of it because that's where Mike was at with his with his beta band. And mm. not the beta band, but you know, three EPs. <laughs> yeah. But um, John Cusack. Um, yeah. But uh, but so but so. Having said that, I can't like those aren't the big songs on the album. Well, Panspermia is probably mm. one of the bigger songs on the first album. But but the uh, oh, but the thing and the Panspermia, like just just to, just to entice the listeners to go to go check it out. I, I have to go on for a, a one more minute longer about this, but. The uh, the uh, <laughs> I was doing the, the there's a clavinet part on it and and I because I'm a big cla- I used to own a real clavinet and I'm a big clavinet guy but like did we go and get the clavinet or I don't even think I had it at that point but like did we go get my Nord with like a, a clavinet sample mm-hmm. and this is my old Nord but I still had a clav no no we just plugged we just used the plug in and it's mm-hmm. like because it had this weird like kind of funky mm-hmm. filter thing and that. And it's and uh, I think one of Mike's kids is just like obsessed with that. Like, <laughs> I can't remember which is it. Uh, nah, they both love yeah, they it. Both. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> but it's actually just, it's my ringtone. I extracted it and got awesome. it somehow. He, he, yeah. What'd you say, David? I like your description of um, the the Neil Young thing with the Anunnaki because you could literally do. Uh, you keep me searching for a monoatomic heart of gold. <laughs> uh, I've yep. seen the aliens. <laughs> I'm gonna bow my limbs. That's well, awful. actually, there there is a Neil Young song um, uh, called called uh, "Ride My Llama" from the Russ never or in the Li- Russ never sleeps album and he says the li- one of the lines is I met a man from Mars and he picked up all my guitars and played me a traveling song that's and, awesome and then when we get on ship he took out something for the trip he said it's old but it's good <laughs> like any other tr- primitive would <laughs> Neil Young is an a- actual a fount of uh um some of this album stuff you could really tap into because you could literally just also do alien harvest and (laughs) (laughs) like base it all on neil young well i mean but that borders on parody we would have we would have to make it (laughs) that's true you know we get we get a little silly because like we're having fun with the music because we want the music to be fun to listen to but we are very serious about the about the you know 
Well, the, it's, the stories you, are very, you know. You do that, you, you and you're. We're not making just very good musicians, and oh, and, and and that comes through. I'm just looking up Neil Young's middle name because if it starts with an A, <laughs> it's actually A Leanne. I know. I'm, I'm reaching. <laughs> it's, actually, I'm reaching. A, it's actually a very. It's mysterious, but I'm pretty sure his middle name is Percival. <laughs> if not, by right. God, it should be. I'll tell you that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it is. Mike, what's your favorite? Yeah, I'll, uh, starting with Max is on Panspermia off the original album, uh, for sure. Uh, second album, Chariots Through Wormholes, I'm going to mm-hmm. go with, um, I believe, in Bob Lazar. I think we've played yeah. both of those on the show in the past. Yeah. yeah. And I think after after some time simmered for the new album, Alien Abduction, I think I like uh, Out of Body Experience. That one's grown on me. That's awesome. I also love it because I've got you guys on. So I have, I, I bought your albums. I put them on my home and I have my playlist. I was like my summer mix. And I always love it because I'll be like just playing to the house. And I always know when you guys come on, you know, you hear them like, oh, that's, you know, and Lisa actually. Yeah. <laughs> love her. She's like, actually likes to me. Lisa loves, thank God, the same weird shit that I do or I would <laughs> never be married because. Uh, so she yeah. is, she is very. <laughs> She vibes really well with yeah. you, for sure. Yeah, and she might be the only person in the world that talks more than I do. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> you know I what? Lucky. I don't. I see that as a as a as an upsell. That I don't is see, no. I'm not. I'm yeah. not uh, you know, that's um, she's a wonderful lady. Yep, yeah, I've got I've got her for my emotional needs and David for my physical needs. And, <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, it's the opposite for me. <laughs> that's why we have our beta band. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our next album is called Cuck, and it is really good. <laughs> you guys can sit here and listen. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Well, I got to say, thank you guys for coming on here and talking. And, and it's fun to hear people, and I mean this in a good way, like nerd out about music, because you guys are real musicians, and it comes through. And uh, it's awesome to to hear that and to I'm glad I'm glad it was such a happy little accident that you know we we found you and 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 met and stuff and then it ended up being that you're in this little small you know pocket of the world that we're in so dude likewise yeah, and thank you. I mean, we still get fans that find us through uh, the old Hysteria episodes and, you know, they'll shoot us messages. And That's awesome. Like, you guys rock. You know, so. That's awesome. <laughs> that was the best part of that trash yeah. podcast. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> no, so, guys, thank you so much. And listen to the songs, buy their albums, pay their mortgages, help them out, guys, <laughs> because, not nah, for real, they, they, it's great stuff. And you can go to the show notes. We're going to have links to to all their stuff, including their own uh, side projects and stuff. Uh, Max, you're working on what's your website that you got going on right now? Oh, I, well, I don't have a, I don't have a live website right now. Right. Uh, my old band, Twin Jones, has twinjones.com, um, and I'm trying to integrate the last shows okay. Instagram. We have like pretty much the that whole almost that whole show on our Instagram. Uh, but you got Twin your Jones Facebook. Band. Uh, your Facebook. My my project is Max F and Cherry um, because naming a band is so hard. <laughs> well, it helps when you have a porn name. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. But but the thing is, is that like I would come off the mic at like karaoke, and people would just be like Max fucking Cherry, but yeah. you can't put fucking on a poster. <laughs> it is discouraged. They will take it down at Starbucks. <laughs> I've tried. So Max Effin E F F I N. Um, I've got a single out and I uh, put it out in May that uh, is uh, called "I Recognize Your Darkness," 
And uh, I'm actually setting up my home studio. I'm rearranging things in the, around the house to record my, my upcoming single, Piece of My Heart. That's and, awesome. Um, and uh, also, uh, just, yeah, follow Instagram, and it's uh, Max F. and Cherry, and uh, Facebook, Max F. and Cherry. And uh, I hope F and vodka doesn't sue me, but uh, I'm spelling it different. And it could be, I could argue satire, I think. I think you're okay. But anyway, but thank you for, thank you for letting me plug it. Of course. And Mike, do you have anything going on outside upcoming? Yeah, you could go to uh, majungas.com to to look up any of our videos, music. We got merch now. It's all it's all linked there. It links to our socials as well. Um, I'm also doing like a little bit of a, a side project with uh, the Strange Tales Weekly guys, mm-hmm. uh, doing you know some one off little video uh, episodes. Very and, cool. And some strange tales, um, but you know it's kind of cool because I don't have to do a song about it. I could just <laughs> record myself talking about something, and then you know two, three four minutes. And then we're done. That's awesome. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, season two is coming out this summer, so check that out as well. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you for uh, joining us and and listening to this and <laughs> listen to us geek out over some fun music. David, you got anything going on uh, in the world of blurry photos and quiz quiz bang bang and the other nine thousand projects you <laughs> you got the irons in the fire with? I um I'm still trying to. I guess mentally prepare to do the uh, next blurry photos episode, which is the one where I'm supposed to get real drunk and talk about um, some Irish stuff Hey, um, to launch the new season. It's super behind. I usually mar- launch in March. So that that's where my head's at. But um, <laughs> in my, the my newest endeavor <laughs> is uh, five minute frights. Check yes. that out on your pod. Yes. I, I keep, and we've gotten so many, a lot of people have been reaching out and seeing how much they love them. And they're so, oh, they're nice. bite sized and fantastic. You yeah. know? Well, thank you, you guys. Thanks everybody for listening. If you, Check it out. It's, yeah, they're, they're just like little five minute stories. A lot of them aren't even five minutes. Um, and it's the number five minute frights. Uh, Tom Lyons, who I do the audiobooks for, um, puts them together. I, I release them. So, uh, the one uh, about the pregnancy test being positive was my favorite. It was terrifying. So it is absolutely <laughs> yeah, abhorrent. Yeah. <laughs> Do it again. Try, try another. <laughs> hey, will you pee on this, please? Get a second opinion. <laughs> well, that's awesome. We're going to have links to everything in the show notes. So guys, check it out. Check out Majungas. Check out everything. Listen and enjoy and enjoy life. And we'll see you next time on Up All Night. Bye. Bye.